Sibirima, and this is these walls within. I hope you guys are having a lovely Monday. I'm gonna fake it until I make it and say I'm having a lovely Monday. You gotta put positive thoughts into the atmosphere and stop thinking negative. So it was a good Monday. I mean, you know, it is what it is, you know. Uh, I will say this. I kind of did put this out in the atmosphere. Like, once you start meeting, like, famous people, you just continuously start to meet them. And that has happened for me. Um, and all sorts of levels. Um, because it's like, you start meeting one, you start seeing them, and then you start seeing them more often, and it becomes a thing. So... Yeah. So I want to talk to you guys about my first day of going back to school again. Part two. Um, <laughs> I haven't really told you about the first two times I tried, but they weren't successful. I mean, long, long end of the story. It wasn't that they weren't successful because um, of me trying. It was not successful because I wasn't trying. Um, I just, I don't know. Well, the first time I, the first time I went to school, it was fresh out of high school. I was like 18, 19 years old. And I, it wasn't my choice. Let's just say that. Okay. Second time I went back, it was my choice. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And um, it was just a lot of unfortunate situations that happened with the family. This time, I don't know. I guess I like tragedy and I guess I like chaos around my situation. Um... Because I chose to go back to school in the midst of monkeypox, COVID-19, and um, the first day you go to class and there's a celebrity there. Now, this didn't happen at the school I went to the first two times. I went to one school. Well, I went to... I went to several schools. Um, Not several. I went to... Two. I went to two. Georgia State Perimeter College, which was Georgia Perimeter when I was going. Well, I went to it the first time. It was Georgia Perimeter, and then it was transitioning to Georgia State Perimeter College when I went the second time because they were, they were you know, merging with Georgia State. Then I went to Gwinnett Tech for a film because I wanted to do production assistant work. And what happened was that conflicted with my work schedule, which I'm trying to figure out still, like, how I'm going to do this if I'm working and going to class. I'm supposed to be going to class. And it's just things was just not end up or whatever. And I just didn't get together. This time, I have a podcast. I know it's kind of funny for me to bring that up. The reason why I say this is that, you know, the other two times I really didn't have an outlet to really vent. I really didn't have a creative space. I like to call my podcast a creative space for me. So 
my podcast for me is very therapeutic and it helps me get through what I go through. So that's what's happening today. Today has been busy. I woke up this morning at 7.30. What? Your girl woke up at what time? What? She did what? I do not wake up that early unless I got something to do. I had something to do, so I woke up that early. The class is at 12. Um, so... I went ahead and got ready. Understand I had to take uh, Uber to go to class. That's another difference. This is the last time. Last two times I was in school. The first two times, well, the first two times at Georgia State Perimeter College, I had to drive a class. Well, the first three times I had to drive a class. Um, this time I was hoping to stay on campus. And since they have a lot of students who are from out of state, from specifically California, I don't know why you Californians uh, are obsessed with Marsh Brown. Apparently, y'all are. And so, y'all decided to come to from California. So, of course, high priority is going to be California students. So, this time, for the first time, I'm taking... Um, Girl, I know I just added something to this thing. This is about to make me mad. I know I just added something. Didn't I just add something? It said I only ordered two things. Oh. Okay, I was about to say, I know what I ordered. So, back to the podcast. I, this time I had to take an Uber. I don't have a car. Go to season one of my podcast and you find out that I got into a car accident. If I knew I was going to go back to school, I would have never gotten into a car accident. But another thing different this time is that my cousins are there with me. And they got spots up there. So, like, you know. Just saying. So, yeah, I still have a quite a conundrum though, but you know, I don't want to talk about that, but this, like I said, it was chaos of a celebrity being there, honey, it's 444 on the dot, 444 on the desert. <laughs> um... It was T.I. T.I. was there and, you know, he was giving out tablets to each and every one of you cheering. So that made it kind of hectic. So, yeah. But, you know, when I was going to Georgia Perimeter or when I was going to Georgia Perimeter College or Georgia State Perimeter College or when I was going to Gwinnett Tech, nothing like this happened. 
So yeah. It is 445. I just turned to 445. So um, I don't know if you looked at my Instagram post this morning. I posted on Instagram before I came to class. I posted that I was doing my podcast on infamous car accidents. Let me tell you why. Okay. This Anne Hage situation has left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not an NH fan, so I'm not going to sit up here and be like, I'm a huge NH fan. No, she always seems to be an awkward bird to me, kind of a, a weird bird to me. Um, but yesterday I did on my live, I did a live where I talked about NH and what had happened to her. And it sounded very similar to what happened to Princess Diana. So today I want to talk about infamous car accidents and there's a lot of them i want to talk about honey girl it's like the more i look up see that's what i was doing this morning i woke up this morning and i was thinking about you guys and um there's a lot of car accidents i want to talk about but I think today I have a collection of a whole or a bunch of articles. But today I want to talk about Princess Diana today. Princess Diana is heavy on my heart right now. And the reason she's heavy on my heart is because I feel like she, um, the NH situation is very similar to Princess Diana, where people were saying that basically, you know, basically is a filler word. That's what I heard. But people were saying um, that before she passed away, that she was alive and alert. And that was one of the things that stuck out to me when it came to Anne Hayes. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and conspiracy theorist you to death or anything like that. But I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about... Um, can we talk about what happened on Sunday morning? With these four young black men getting bamboozled by a car. Before we talk about it, before we talk about Princess Diana, I want to talk about some other stuff, okay? I want to talk about, since we talk about car accidents, y'all already know about the Windsor Hill situation. Y'all already know about, um... There was another one that I talked about on my podcast. I don't know where it's at. I think I got rid of it, but I did talk about it on my live. So you want to go to my live? It's, it's still thin after show. Um, I talked about that happening. I talked about all these car situations happening. And I want to know, did anybody who listens to my podcast hear about these four young black men being ran over by a car going 90 to 100 miles per hour? Um, three of them have passed on and one is, um, is still alive, but he's in critical condition or not critical condition. He's a, he's still alive and he's alert. Um, he just sent out a message. I forgot to say the message. Um, but he sent out a message 
telling everybody, you know, he appreciate all the love and support and he just can't believe what has happened to him. Poor thing. I can't imagine how traumatizing it is to get hit by a car. Um, most people don't live to talk about it. So the young man name is Carlay, Carlay, Carlay J. McKinney. And he said he posted, um, by the grace of God, I live to see another day beyond blessed to wake up to see my friends is gone. I can't right now. Mentally, I'm not okay. Thank you, everyone. I'm trying to get back to all missed calls. Love y'all. I'm hurt. This is so scary. Can you imagine you and your friends playing around in the road and this car decides to drive 90 to 100 miles per hour and just ambush you? That's scary. I'm going to sit up here and say this. I'm going to call it a spade a spade. Um, regardless of the race of the driver, I'm going to say this. It was in front of an LGBTQ nightclub. So you don't tell me this is not a hate crime. This smells like a hate crime. This was done on purpose because it was a bar. And I think there was other bars that were LGBTQ bars. So they knew exactly where they were at when they hit these four young men so i want you to uh, i want your thoughts and prayers to go out to the families of these four young men and to the um, espe um especially to the individuals that survived this he has to live with the fact that one the trauma of getting hit by a car but also you lost two friends this this is a very scary situation and can you imagine i don't know what's going on with people you know I don't know what's going on with people. I'm going to continue my podcast with this. Um, I don't know why I got three tabs up. There's a lot of stuff that happened this morning. Girl. Nothing that happened yesterday. No, on Saturday. Ex-NFL star's brother is wanted for fatally shooting a coach at a kid's football game over an argument between staff, okay? Says authorities say that at 8.50 p.m. on Saturday, there was a contact. There were contacted regarding an argument between coaches at Lancaster Community Park. The argument became physical, and one of the male adults pulled a fire and loaded firearm, pulled and, lo pulled and fired a loaded firearm, hitting another. The victim was transported to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. According to Dallas Morning News, the Dallas County Medical Examiner identified the deceased as 43-year-old Michael Hickman. Authorities later identified the suspect as ex-NFL star Akib Talib's brother, Yakub Talib. I question people that fire guns around children. This is that's that's scary. And this was a child's game. Okay. This wasn't no, and then even if it was, it's still children there. 
So I just question people who do stuff like this. Especially when you know there's children in the area. Why would you shoot someone? Once again, trauma. Traumatizing people who don't deserve to be traumatized. And, and killing people who don't deserve to be killed. I will show you the footage um, on my live. I don't know if I'm going to do my live today, honey. Okay, we have some more news on Trey Songz, uh, uh, Tremaine Alden and Nelverson. I knew someone right about this heifer when I saw her. I don't like her. I didn't like her that she was on Tasha K. Why you on Tasha K one dressed like I ain't gonna say this. I want to say that, but why you on Tasha K looking like an Instagram model? Okay, so this is what the neighborhood talk had to say. It says, Trey Song's sexual assault lawsuit is dirtier than we thought. It said, according to TMZ, a woman testified an attorney for Song's alleged victim offered her up to $200,000 to change her story and make Trey the bad guy. The lawyer denied these claims, but then again, who would admit to someone something so shameful, a woman named? A woman named M.T., Says she met with the lawyers, Ariel Mitchell, at a bar. She claimed Mitchell smelled like weed and was carrying a gun. She claimed Mitchell offered to pay her between 100K to 200K. And she lied and said she witnessed Trey Song sexually assaulting her client, Jeffries. What did it look like? So, girl. We teetering again. Also, yeah, Neighborhood Talk reminded y'all also that this is the same attorney who had a case against Chris Brown, but it was thrown out. That her client was obsessed with him. <sighs> Honey. And she looks trifling. Look at this picture. If you see this picture of her, she looks straight up trifling. Just trifling. Yeah, she's supposed to represent all the Babylon mean hoes. Don't know if y'all know this weekend. Um, Safari. had a sex tape leak. Safari had a sex tape leak. He said it was leak. I've heard some gross things about the sex tape. I have not seen it, but I did see a dude that name star with the O uh, work out naked and got chased down by a black fly or something. 
ain't gonna say his name because it's today's podcast not about him. I didn't see the safari video. I heard some nasty things about it. You know, there's possibly, you know, some things that was not going well um, over there. I don't know. Um, but safari said it was a sex tape leak. And I'm going to say that I don't believe it was a leak. But then again, I can't talk trash about people these days because apparently I end up bumping into those people when I talk trash about them. So I'm going to let it go. <laughs> I've never talked trash about Safari. Who knows if he leaked his own sex tape or not. But I'm going to tell you this. At one of the parties I went to, he was there. So, and like I said, I already feel awkward. Uh, My first day of class is about somebody that I kind of talked about on my podcast. And I did not say anything flattering about him. Okay. I don't think nobody watched that podcast, but clear, I'm sitting up there with my big old moon pie face talking about this man child like he ain't over here donating stuff. <laughs> so that was Safari. He tweeted, I ain't gonna talk. No, I can't talk trash no more. Because <laughs> I've been bumping into people I've been talking shit about. Oh my god, I hate it here. Oh my god, I hate it here. Oh my god, I hate it here. Mm. Y'all know I kind of low key. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't talking shit about Morian, but you know, I would joke that I mean we're beefing. But according to Safari, he said I am taking full legal and criminal actions. The person who did this is going to pay. I am not letting up either. Not letting this one slide. This is a cyber crime, and I'm pressing full charges. You can't press charges for that. That's called revenge porn, and there is a law against that. You cannot do that. But I don't think that. Sorry, Safari. Hopefully, I don't run to get no more parties. Whoo, Lord. I'm going to be in Atlanta more, too. Lord, have mercy. Whoo! Jesus. Just please don't let me run to him. But I'm going to be honest. To be honest with you, I think he leaked his own sex tape. I saw that him and Erica Minute are going to be on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Come on, y'all. Y'all need a storyline. Come on. Come on. I'm going to talk about this Orlando thing on my live, but he still said that Bow Wow has good pussy. There's some stories I want to talk about somewhere else. So that concludes. I'm going to talk about this R. Kelly stuff later. But also, okay, the one thing I do want to talk to you guys about is about this uh, Capri Sun thing, honey. I'm glad I ain't bought me a pack of Capri Suns because I bought some chips over here. And I'm glad I ain't got no Capri Suns. Um, 
So according to the neighborhood talk, Kraft Heinz recalled over 5,000 cases of Capri Suns due to possible cleaning solution contamination. Then we had the same issue with something else. Wasn't it milk cartons? Yes, it was milk cartons in New Jersey because I just talked about it. In New Jersey, they had a situation to where they were serving milk to kids and it had contamination solution, had cleaning solution for contamination in it. And uh, nobody had reported anybody being sick, but the kids weren't drinking milk. They were drinking um, cleaning solution. And it says diluted cleaning solution. So y'all be careful. Uh, I know a lot of people like giving their kids Capri Sun. I'll be honest with you. As a grown woman, I love Capri Suns. I like eating it with my little Lunchables. I used to eat Lunchables, y'all. I don't know. I just got to the point where I ate Lunchables. Not because it was cheap or nothing. It was just, I had a taste for that ham and cheese mesh. You know, I had a taste. But now I realize that Hillside Farm they have an adult version of that. I don't think they got the pizza, but they got the ham and cheese. So, yeah, and there's no Capri Suns. But I know Capri Suns come in the Lunchable package. So, y'all be careful with giving these kids uh, Lunchable packages. Be careful with that. With that being said, um, I already told y'all today we're going to be talking about infamous um, car accidents. But before we get into talking about infamous car accidents, we have to have word from our sponsors, honey, because we have to pay the bills over here, okay? I know sometimes I live rent-free in some of you guys' head, but the rent ain't free. <laughs> and we're back. I could not stop thinking about the dude with the old name being chased by a bug. <laughs> I was laughing about it. Oh my God. <laughs> it was, no, you had to see the image. Okay. And I don't think all you guys need to be over there where he's at because, you know, y'all corrupted and y'all like screen recording stuff and putting it on other social media pages. So I ain't going to tell you specifically what it is. Ain't now ain't trying to promote the guy. I would love to promote him. But he has locks, right? So he had a side pony. Side pony. He had a side pony and he had a weed in his mouth. Not, it was a weed cigarette, okay? I don't know which way to wear. I just know he had his own wrapping paper and he wrapped some weed. And where he stayed, it's legal. So it didn't happen here. Okay? So yeah, he had a side pony with his logs. And he had a weed cigarette in his mouth. And he was lifting weights. <laughs> this bug. 
Because this white bug that flew past it was a big bug too. Because anytime the camera can detect the bug, that's a big bug. So the bug flew by him. He saw it. He had a look on his face like, you better not come back over here. The bug flew by again. Turned around. He came right back to him. He ran. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You're a fan of this guy. Okay? It was so funny. I could not. I could not. I just kept thinking about it. I didn't laugh again until like now. And I just started back laughing again. <laughs> <coughs> Ooh. I just started back laughing again. I'm like, oh my God, that was so funny. I was too tired. I was trying to think about it while I was in class to to, to get me out of whatever feelings I was feeling. Because, you know, I'm always feeling. But I just thought about it now. It just made me laugh. I was too tired to laugh about it in class. But I'm laughing about it now. I'm like, oh my God. Not you, not you ran away from the bug like that. It was so funny. I was laughing. He ducked like the bug was a shooter or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most funny thing i ever see in my little board my little natural boy life it was so funny okay um so i should look up the article let me go ahead and look up the article I was looking at the Neighborhood Talk. Y'all know I love uh, reporting stuff from the Neighborhood Talk. The Neighborhood Talk seemed to be the first people to say something. They have been legit to me. They have not reported anything to me that has not been true. So, um, you know, I knew, it, I knew like, when everybody was saying um, Kevin Samuels had passed, they didn't confirm. And so when all the key players didn't confirm, I couldn't confirm personally. So I saw this article by the Neighborhood Talk, and it said Anne Heche was alive and talking with first responders after her fiery crash and viral video. Her clothes were charred, and the bag was used to cover her by her burns. And immediately when I saw this, I thought Princess Diana. Y'all know, there is always a lot of conspiracy theories dealing with Princess Diana. Uh, and also, I also thought, the crazy part is, I didn't think about it until I saw his name because I was looking up a list of people who had crazy car accidents. Some people on this list are still alive, okay? Like Kevin Hart, um, Kevin Hart. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner um, and Brandy, but I thought about Paul Walker too, because Paul Walker car just completely bust into flames. I mean, I saw, I remember seeing Paul Walker's car, and I burst into tears because I could not believe how badly charred the car was, and that a person was stuck in that car. Stuff like that bothers me. It scares me. I don't like that. Um, and I immediately thought that because if y'all don't know the uh what the people first responders at the scene of Princess Diana's car accident in Paris have said that, and I have to say allegedly, 
even though the alleged person who killed her is passed on. We ain't gonna say no names, point no elbows, Prince Philip. Um, but you know, allegedly, you know, the person who hired this to happen, um, uh, is gone. He's passed on. He passed on a year ago, around the same weekend as DMX and my auntie Irene. And first responders said that they were talking to Princess Diana. So today, we're going to talk about the mysterious and the untimely passing to start off infamous car accident week or famous people who have been in awful car accidents. I don't see how uh, Kevin uh, Hart survived. But we ain't talking about Kevin Hart. Today, we're going to be talking about the mysterious and untimely death of Princess Diana. I almost said in Haish. But hers is a mysterious and untimely death, too. But the mysterious and timeless death of Princess Diana. Um, so sit back and relax. I don't know if you can get some snacks, but I know you can get some drinks. Um, we are talking about the untimely, scary death of Princess Diana. The former... Princess of Wales. Today's article is coming from Parade.com, which I'm assuming is coming from Parade Magazine, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, it said, how did Princess Diana die? The truth about the heartbreaking crash that took the life of the people's princess. Okay. Princess Diana's death shook the entire world. A paparazzi pursuit of one of the planet's most famous and beloved figures proved deadly, and many questions and conspiracy theories remained about her tragic passing. Though none of none have any basis in facts, according to experts and investigators. Okay. Alright, cool. We starting off on some shit, but okay, I got you. <laughs> Here's the truth about Princess Diana's crash and how Princess Diana died coming on the heels of the 24th anniversary of the death that the People's Princess was taken far too soon. Um, her 25th anniversary will be this year on August 31st. Princess Diana died from injury sustained in a car accident that occurred near midnight on August 31st, 1997. In an effort to evade the photographers, photographers, sorry, who hounded her every move, Diana's driver, Henry Paul, was under the influence and speeding at nearly twice the posted limit in Pont del Alma Tunnel in Paris. That's the same tunnel. That they took their guy out in 2012, just in case y'all don't know. I wonder why they used that. Anyway. He lost control of the vehicle carrying the People's Princess, her boyfriend Dodi Fayed, and their bodyguard Trevor Reese Jones, and crashed into a wall of the tunnel, then into a pillar supporting the structure. Fayed and Paul were killed instantly. Diana was still alive. 
An emergency service arrived at the scene within five minutes and transported her to the hospital, but she wouldn't survive. She ultimately determined her injuries at 4.53 a.m. on August 31st, 1997. Diana was still alive. Diana suffered from a concussion, broken arm, and a cut to her thigh in a crash. If you saw how that car looked, that's a, that's, that's a wonder that she only had that. But what ultimately took her life was her severe chest wound. Her heart was displaced in her chest and she suffered a tear to her pulmonary vein that proved lethal and caused internal bleeding. After several hours in the operating room, surgeons were unable to get her heart to beat properly. It's been speculated that if Dinah had been wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash, she may have survived with only relatively minor injuries. Princess Diana and her boyfriend, film producer Dodi Fayed, were in the rear passenger seat of the 1996 Mercedes-Benz W140 S-Class, where they spent their final waking moments. Trevor Reese Jones, a, sec a security detail for the Fayed family, was in the front passenger seat. Henry Paul, deputy head of security at the Hotel Ritz Paris, a property owned by Fayed's family. Mohammed Al-Fayed, Fayed's father, sorry were behind the wheel. Reese Jones was the only survivor from the crash. Paul was behind the wheel during the crash that killed Princess Diana. His blood alcohol levels were reportedly three times over the French legal limit at the time of the fatal accident. She was only 36 at the time of her passing. It said, according to a firefighter who responded to the crash site, Diana's last words were, my God, what has happened? <sighs> okay. Let's talk a bit. Let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. Um, the crazy part is, like I said, is that if you saw the car, I don't know if I want to show the car on my Instagram. Um, I don't, it's because when I see, I, I don't know. As someone who's been in several car accidents, the only person who got hurt probably was me, because you know. But I'm not. I don't drink and drive. I don't do that. Um, I'm not a drinker, and I don't do drugs. Um, if you saw the picture, but then say she only had a concussion, but the damage was really on the inside. Saying that her heart was moved. So that was a hard hit. But once again, they hit a brick concrete wall. Along with talking about this, I want to talk about also the conspiracy theories surrounding this. I call them conspiracy theories, but... At the end of the day, you know, when there's gun, there's smoke. I mean, there's when there's smoke, there's a gun. Sorry. 
Um, like I said, just like Ed Hayes, she was alert. So according to that article, and it wouldn't make sense because if she, because if you saw how badly damaged that car was, she probably did have some internal injuries. Um, so like I said, but I love entertaining conspiracy theories as well. Okay. I love hearing what alternative has to say. Okay. That says, this article is from Newsweek, and it says, Princess Diana Conspiracy Theories at the Center of Anniversary docu-series. Conspiracy theories surrounding the 1997 death of Princess Diana will be at the center of a new British docu-series commissioned to mark the 25th anniversary of her passing. This article was written recently, by the way, so the article was written four days ago. British TV network Channel 4 has announced that the four-part series will tell the first time the story to two separate police investigations into Diana's death at the age of 36 in a Paris car crash. The first was, taken, was undertaken in 1997 by the French authorities, the second in 2004 by the British police. I wonder why they waited so long to do an investigation. Or was it because... Okay, I'll, all right. Since the princess' death, unfounded conspiracy theories have circulated, ranging from the wild claim that Prince Philip ordered her assassination to speculation that the intelligence operative, operatives have issued a blinding flash in the Pont del Alma tunnel that disoriented the driver and caused a deadly crash. I already talked to y'all about the one about the uh, dearly departed uh, Duke of Edinburgh. Can I speculate on that one? Okay, so in the royal family, there are rules, okay? So Princess Diana died a year after her son. Oh, not her son. Princess Diana died a year after her husband and her divorce, okay? Prince. Lord Jesus. Prince, Prince Charles. I sit up here and thought Harry and William. All I could think was Harry and William. <laughs> but those are her sons. Her sons are Harry and William, okay? So their father, Prince Charles, who is going to be king, their father um, could not remarry or regain his royal title or, or keep his royal title if he were to marry while his wife was still alive, okay? So, Prince, Prince, Princess Diana, she over here living her life, having a good time, enjoying herself. You know, she was happily single, but Prince Charles had another issue, and the issue was that he could not marry another woman while Princess Diana was still alive. So word on the street is, and we're going to keep saying allegedly and word on the street, because I mean, you know, you know, you know, I know there's people out there that don't believe and there's people out there who do believe. I saw a documentary proving that, that, that tr the truth. So 
it is what it is it was what it was we ain't gonna sit up here and go into details because this is not my family drama so they're saying that prince philip helped his son because apparently you men love helping your son get laid prince philip decided to help his son and so the word on the street is is that he had her taken out through a car okay i don't know he had the brace cut or he put a miniature bomb in there that caused enough damage to where it just made the car hit the wall I don't know the specifications of the situations as to how he did it and who he paid to do it. That's what they're saying, okay? That's what word in the street is. So that's what they're saying that that has to do why we're there. I know you like, why would Prince Philip do that to Princess Diana? Because he's tired of his spoiled, rotten son whining about Camilla. <laughs> he wanted to be her tampon. <laughs> He told her he wanted to be her damn boy. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord, Jesus. That man said he wouldn't be the woman. Damn honey. He wanted to be all up inside of her. <laughs> he loved him some Camilla, honey. Now, y'all know initially Prince uh, Prince Charles was not going to become, become king. It was going to be Prince William. Because Prince Charles... He, um, once he married Camilla, he gave up his right to the throne. So he still gave up, he still relinquished his title. But then they, they changed, they changed the rules. Now I find it funny, he still can be the, the, he still can be king, right? He still can be king. He didn't relinquish the title as, as the prince. He just couldn't be king. Okay. But I find it funny they change the rules to where he can be king, but Anne still it does not change the order of Anne being queen. Because Anne is the second born. Princess Anne is the second born. But Prince, um, what's his name? The pedophile? Prince, oh, uh, Lord. Fergie husband. <laughs> Not the Joshua, not Fergie, but Fergie, Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York. Um, what's her name? Andrew. Prince Andrew still, Prince Andrew and Prince, what's the other one? Lord, let me look up. Princess, I mean, Queen, Queen Elizabeth, Curie. <laughs> Prince Edward and Prince Andrew still get become can become king before Princess Royale Anne, which I don't like. She changed the rule, but it only is effective to Prince William's children. So, really, this is the order of of, of how they're going to inherit the throne. Okay, it's going to be Prince Charles, Prince William. Prince William cheering, okay, the three of them, and then Prince Harry, and then Prince Harry cheering, okay, 
but Princess and Princess Anne does not get to be in front of Prince Andrew, which I thought that was weird. I was like, you know, let's let don't don't let us get into how you got the crown, Miss Ma'am. Okay, you had a whole uncle in front of your daddy, but they wouldn't let him have a title because he just like your son Charles, who was madly in love with a divorcee named Miss Wallace Simpson. <laughs> so that's the only reason Prince, the only reason Queen Elizabeth has the title. So this was all to make sure that Prince Charles stayed in line for the throne or kept his HRH title as a as, as a royal. Well, as kept him in line, but he lost that at first and it was just going to be Prince William and then I guess Queen Elizabeth was determined that her son was going to be king. She was like, you know what? I didn't give birth to you for you to sit up here and pick your nose and be Camilla's tampon. You going to be king. <laughs> so she put Prince William back into place. But this is not about them. This is about this. But it does affect and it does make sense that, you know, you know, his daddy would be looking out for him. Was like, you know what? Shoot, you want to marry this this woman? Hell, dang. The other one was pretty. Godly, just want to be her tampon. Let me continue with the Newsweek. It says in the press release announced the ser- announcing the series, which was pre co-produced with Discovery Plus Channel Four. So if you have Discovery Plus, you can watch this. Said the project explore how powerful individuals, the press, and the internet created and fueled conspiracy theories that overwhelmed facts and called into questions the very nature of truth. There was an internet out there for you 2000 babies. There were, there was an internet, okay? It existed. It just wasn't like that. You had to turn the whole landline off to get connected to the, uh, to the internet. There was no mysterious radiation called Wi-Fi. That could possibly be giving us all cancer. But y'all don't want me to get into that argument. Channel 4 executive Shamander Shamander Nahal said this utterly compelling series explored in a forensics detail what happened in the investigation following the death of Princess Diana. What it was like for the detective working on a huge global news story that was not just a tragedy for the families involved but a massive internet phenomenon too. In the end, the series asks profound questions about ourselves as a society and the nature of the truth. Another thing I want to also bring up is allegedly a princess Diana was pregnant. Okay. And people also saying the reason why another reason why princess Prince Andrew had this happen allegedly allegedly prince andrew had it okay i have no physical evidence that he did it but i'm telling you there was one documentary that i was looking at that gave some damning evidence that there's a possibility that he could have possibly been involved but i'm not going to say if he is or not because i was not there that day i was seven years old in my great-grandmother's house being very annoying i'm pretty sure and um no i was a seven yeah i was six because i remember looking at the tv it happened when we were in school because we go to school in August in Georgia. I remember going to school and seeing the damage. Um, 
seen damaged car and how scary it was. But I also remember Mother Teresa and them having Mother Teresa on display as well. So, um, people are saying that the reason why they also took um, them out was because she was pregnant with a, a Muslim man's baby and that the royal family was not okay with her being pregnant with the Muslim man's baby. And I think that was in the preview that was I saw. Okay, it says the project whose working title is Investigating Diana, Death in Paris, will air around the time of the 25th anniversary of the Prince's fatal car crash on August 31st. The series is the latest in a string of media studies of Diana and her life story to be released this year and will follow HBO's feature-length documentary, The Princess, which was put together entirely from the archive press footage and look at media's relationship with the royals from marriage to death. didn't get that could you try again girl i know i wasn't talking to you earlier this year okay. <laughs> i'm scared this technology just opened itself i'm scared now it says earlier this year variety announced that a drama series written in collaboration with martine mattel the head of the french police criminal criminal investigation division at the time of the prince diana's death was in production it will it will look at the conspiracy theories surrounding the event in its title, Who Killed Lady Die? Mm. I don't need to tell y'all all this because we already told you about. We told you about who was driving the car, which was uh, Henry Paul, and that the boyfriend, not only her boyfriend, possible fiance, Dodi Fayed, passed. But the bodyguard Trevor Reese died, and I think Henry did Henry Paul pass too. Reese Jones was a sole survivor, so the bodyguard Reese Jones was a sole survivor. I thought Reese Jones passed, so Henry Paul passed. Okay, I don't know. The one of the articles I just read to y'all said that he didn't pass. Okay, so with that being said, um, y'all have some source material. And the reason why I made the connection to Princess Diana with Anne H because when the news broke, I was looking, I was on um I was on HBO Max, and all of a sudden a big picture of Princess Diana popped up. And before, because I start back watching Final Destination, go to my live or go to my blog to see me talk about Final Destination where I basically was talking about how all these situations just feel very Final Destination-ish, um, especially the situation to, when it happened to these four young Black men who unfortunately got hit by some crazed person. Um, I was watching Final Destination, and um, I was watching... Um, and, and I saw a big picture of Princess Diana, and, and when that popped up, I looked up in the next shade, um, not shade room, the neighborhood talk popped up, and they said that uh, Anne Hache was still alert and alive when they were talking to her during the car accident. And like I said, I don't know what damages there's met. It, obviously, there was some internal bleeding that could not be stopped. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Um, 
you know, of course we could say there's conspiracy theories about this. As to what happened. We know the reason why and the possible reasons why Princess Diana would have been taken out by the royal family. I don't know why they would have taken out Anne Heche. I don't think Anne Heche has said anything colorful recently. I will continue to look up to see if she has said anything colorful that would knock everything out of proportion. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma and this is These Walls of Thing. What you do in the dark will come to light. It will come to light what happened to and Hayesh. And it will definitely come to light what really happened to Princess Diana. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about somebody that was alive. So we're going to do people who passed and people who stayed alive. Um, tomorrow, we're going to talk about Caitlyn Jenner, honey. But at the time of the accident, Caitlyn was Bruce. But Caitlyn was turning into Bruce at the time of the accident. And I remember watching a documentary saying that there was a possibility that part of Bruce's hormones could have part of Caitlyn Jenner going through um, the transition with the hormones could have affected her driving ability. Y'all always find a way to blame being a woman for driving. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so Audi and I did enjoy today's first day of class. It was kind of nice being in the environment, especially like a celebratory environment, because you know, nothing was happening sitting up here in this house besides me sitting up here getting mad and depressed. And then watching somebody be chased by, by a fly naked. <laughs>